We would like to acknowledge that this podcast was recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri and Boonwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We value their cultures, identities, and continuing connection to country, waters, kin, and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. It's starting to feel a lot like popcorn. That's, that's how we can that, start it. That's a good start. That's popcorn. That's popcorn. Pointless. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of That's Popcorn. This is a mini-sode. It's a mini-sode. It's because it's like an episode, but it's mini Richard, you say that now. We haven't recorded it yet. I'm so confident it'll be a mini side. You're confident it'll be mini? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to speak slowly and <laughs> I'm going to repeat myself to make sure that everybody is clear so it might be a normal side. <laughs> I'm just going to speed it up and then at the end it's just going to cut. <laughs> it's going to be like that Beatles track that just cuts at the end. Yeah. What is that? Helter Skelter? Uh, no, it's... Um, Eleanor Rigby. Dun, dun, uh, what's it called? Eleanor Rigby? No, 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 no. It's like the rock and roll one. It's the one that sounds that everyone Helter Skelter. Like Zeppelin. It's not. So it's not, not Helter Skelter. No. Um, oh, what's it called? Oh, this is, all right, you talk more and I'll okay. remember what it's called. Cool. All right. Welcome to That's Popcorn. This is the episode. Uh, it's a mini sode. This is where I talk and I feel time and James looks up the Beatles track. <laughs> That Beatles. we can't figure out what it is. Where I'm pretty certain it's either Health oh, Skelter or so Eleanor Rigby. She's, she's so, so heavy. Ah, uh, there you go. It was she's so heavy. There's a short episode today of um of Look Up Beatles Song. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week for Look Up Prince Song. I don't know. <laughs> we'll continue through the through the list. Uh, this episode today, my name's Rich. With me is James Smith. James Smith. James Smith. No, I said, no, I said James Smith. Uh, tell, tell me. I don't know, James Smith. Tell me why. Because I got fat fingers and I typed wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's because Richard, yes. it's Christmas time is just around the corner. <laughs> what Christmas song is that? Christmas, Christmas time is just around the corner. time is just around the corner. Yeah, it's good. See, yeah. you know it. I know it. It's a classic. Yeah. It's a yeah. classic. Uh, yeah, it's Christmas time. So we're going to look at, at bad Christmas films. We're going to look at good Christmas films and nothing in between. Not a single in-between no, middling no, film. No middling films, which is just the way I like it. Santa is either at the top of this chimney or at the bottom of it. He's not stuck in the middle. This is That's a metaphor, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> which is the good one, the top or the bottom? Uh, bottom, I think, because that's when the presents are. So that's when the presents are. <laughs> that's when the presents are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. This, this is a yeah. hot mess. All right. I'm happy um, with that. Yeah. I, I, should we just crack into it? I think we just crack into it. Like a bonbon. Like, like a bonbon. Let's like crack a bonbon. into it. Let's crack into it. Uh, James, you want to hit me up with a bad Christmas film? I got a bad Christmas film for you. Mm. I got a merry friggin' Christmas film for you. All right, mate. What's your language? And it, it's called Merry Friggin' Christmas, oh. or in some markets, a Merry Christmas Miracle, which isn't nearly as fun. But but just wait. So this is a fairly recent film um, from the last 
couple of years, you'll, you'll, when I do the synopsis, you'll pre- pretty much uh, work out round about when it may have occurred. But I'm just amazed that I've never heard of this. So Boyd Mitchler, played by Joel McHale, and his wife, Luan, Luan, Lauren Graham, are forced to spend a dreaded Christmas at his parents' house with his eccentric father, Robin Williams. Ooh. When he realises that he's left his son's gifts at home, Boyd, his younger brother Nelson, and their father hit the road to retrieve the gifts before sunrise. So apparently this was like one of Robin Williams' last films, oh, and man. it's awful that, A, no one's heard of it, and then it looks the way it does. Yeah, it looks it looks trash. Um, I don't want to offend anyone, but what is... I've never heard of anyone called Luan... As in L-U-A-N. I guess Luann sounds more like a name. Um, as Lauren Graham's character in that. Oh, it's got Clark Duke. Yeah. You know Clark he's, Duke? From yeah. all the roles that he's in. I think he's a, he's an extra in Superbad. Um, yes. He's in he's in the hot tub time machine. He is in the hot tub time machine. In, in Superbad, he actually appears in like one shot and the reverse shot which is great because then you can have like this theory of like Clark Duke is some sort of like time traveling wizard or something <laughs> within the super bad universe. Well, he is because it was yeah. in the hot tub time machine. So oh my God. It's, yeah, yep. Same go. universe. Same universe. Um, yeah. This looks, this looks upsetting only for the fact that it exists. Like the film itself is probably fine, but just. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's just gone down the path of Christmas vacation and they're just like, that's just, oh, here's a funny bit with a squirrel. Oh, oh, oh look, all oh, the toilet's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, being able to watch this without thinking this is the last film potentially that Robin Williams made. I just don't know if that's possible. Uh, do you want another bad film? Or do you want yeah, a give one? me one. I'll give you a bad one. Uh, there's this film called Santa's Sleigh. Did you see the Santa's Sleigh in your searches? No. Is it is it a spelling yeah. pun? Yeah, it uh. is. You know it. Santa's Sleigh. S-L-A-Y. Sleigh. After a millennium of spreading Christmas cheer, Santa Claus, played by Bill Goldberg, who I believe is a wrestler. Oh, yeah. Uh, Goldberg. Reverts to his demonic self and gives the gift of fear. Um, so this looks pretty stupid. Um, basically Santa is like this big buff dude and he just goes around like murdering everyone. Yeah. So it's like a slasher comedy type deal. Yeah. You, you, the guy stars professional wrestler, Bill Goldberg at Santa Claus. I mean, that sounds like the, the Futurama episode. Isn't, yeah, isn't is that, that like the exact plot of that Futurama thing? Yeah. Is Santa a robot in that? I can't remember. Yeah. John Goodman. That's right. And then in the also a professional wrestler. And I think like James Adomian or someone played him in a later episode. I don't know. Hmm. Um, oh no, no, it wasn't. It was the guy that does Bender. I think picked up the yeah. The, well, that makes the sense. Reins. Uh, not fun, but interesting. Not a, not even that. Just fact. <laughs> Just fact. <laughs> Just fact. But uh, what's what's the what's the score on that one? You I, got the I, score handy. I'm so happy you asked. Uh, IMDb gives it 5.3. Metacritic doesn't Ooh. waste their time. Uh, oh. Tomato audience gives it 40 th- 43. And Tomato critics also doesn't waste their time. Basically, <laughs> any critics just out wow. of it. No, no thanks. Uh, I think it might be a straight-to-TV movie. 
which meant something in 2005. So, yeah. yeah. Santa's sleigh. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't even make sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's like, because sleighs are very... Santa, Santa slays? Santa like, is sleigh. Santa is sleigh. Yeah, I don't like it. No. Um, I've got another bad one for you, bro. Ah, uh, sick. <laughs> and this one is based on John Grisham's best-selling novel, Skipping Christmas. Okay. So the John Grisham, it's not someone with the same name, but it is John Grisham, the guy who wrote all the lore ones, wrote this movie where finally alone for the holidays, Luther, played by Tim Allen, and Nora Crank, Jamie Lee Curtis, plan to eschew the Christmas traditions and take a cruise in the Caribbean instead. This doesn't sit well with their Christmas-obsessed neighbours, Vic and Walt, who are determined to win the annual Best Decorated Street competition, and the Cranks soon find themselves social outcasts because of their lack of Christmas spirit. I think looking at the trailers, there's also a subplot about their daughter going away for Christmas, and then like, we don't need to do it, and then she decides at the last minute she's coming back, and they're like, ah, oh, we have to do it quickly. And so it's a big farce. Written by John Grisham. I think I've seen this one. Of course you have. But, like, do I remember it? Mm, no. It's got Cheech. It's or got Cheech. It's got A-Cheech. Actually, I don't know if it's... I think it's just... <laughs> if it's the Cheech? No, it's, it's it's the Cheech. It's the Cheech. Cheech Marin? Yep, that's the Cheech. That's the Cheech. Yep. Um, Not to be confused with Cheech Ackroyd. <laughs> Cheech Ackroyd. <laughs> Jamie Lee Cheeches. Um... Yeah, I feel like I have seen it because that, that subplot rings a bell as well. Um, ooh, Metacritic of 22. Ooh. 22. Rotten Tomatoes, John? five. Whoa, that's not good. John They're Grisham. Not good. John Grisham has a very firm. <laughs> you, gotta, you Google John Grisham, you get a picture of him and he is not happy about it. Uh, <laughs> a very stern face from that man. What other, what other things did John Grisham do? Is he? He did like the f- the firm, so that's that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> that's great. Uh, the Rainmaker, Time to Kill, The Client. Uh, uh, okay. A, a lot of the Pelican Brief did that one. Right. Like if 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 it was a movie made in the nineties with a lawyer in it, he wrote it. Yeah, Krampus. This one kind of uh, I kind of snuck it into the bad list, but I feel like the ratings might be a little bit too high. But I'm going to talk about it anyway. Krampus is a 2015 American Christmas comedy horror film based on the eponymous character from Austro-Bavarian folklore, written and directed by Michael Doherty, 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 and co-written by Todd Casey and Zach Shields. Uh, it's also got Adam Scott in it. Ah, oh, the uh, golfer. <laughs> yes, the golfer. <laughs> uh, and, uh, or even um, Adam Scott from Parks and Rec fame or Party down party down party down Are we having fun yet that guy um that guy. it it looks like it's probably not bad enough because the ratings are 6.2 on imdb 49 metacritic 66 uh audience and 51 no 66 credit critic on tomatoes and 51 audience also on tomatoes but it did it, do, it does look very cool it does look very cool like it's got some cool looks to it, and it seems kind of strange to me. It's also got, I think it's got Tony Collette as well. Whoa! Yeah, so it's you know interesting cast. 
interesting cool looks just a shame that it hasn't got a rating either high or low enough for us yeah. to humor it you promised us no middling and I then did. you've gone boom I've gone straight here's to the most middling one i mean the story <laughs> of my life could this be more middling all right well you know what i'll hit you up then with jack frost 2 revenge of the mutant killer snowman <laughs> Uh, 3000 3.7 imdb this is a sequel to jack frost which came out in 1997 not to be confused with jack frost which came out in 1998 so jack frost in 1998 is a family film starring michael keaton um who becomes like a singer snowman uh Mm -hmm. i don't know if the singing element is actually a big part of it or not but i just i just remember it being a part of it which is also terrible. It's also on the terrible list, that that Jack Frost. But Jack Frost in 1997 is like another kind of, I guess, comedy slasher film where Jack Frost is like a demonic, evil, possessed snowman thing. And that's only got 4.2, so even lower. Ah. And then they made a sequel, 3.7. Uh, so, yeah. I imagine getting the wrong Jack Frost at the... Uh, at the, the at the blockbuster. At the blockbuster. At the video. Yeah, settle, settle down on Christmas Eve. Got the whole family there. Yeah. Grandma's in her chair. Yeah. Yeah. He, he got this Jack around. Frost yelling profanities as he beheads <laughs> people. Yeah. So that's Jack Frost. Well, I have one for you, which I'm just going to put out there as a zero critic rating what? on RT, and it is the Nutcracker in 3D. Oh, I saw this one. Oh, man, this trailer looks like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and Narnia and all of them, and they've somehow gone, yeah, but it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like, the description, so it's very, I think, very, very loosely based on uh, the Nutcracker. Like, mm-hmm. the, is it a ballet? It's a ballet. Yeah, is that, um, is it Mozart? Ooh. I don't know. You've, man, I can't even remember the Beatles. No, can't can't remember the Beatles. Uh, it's Russian, uh, so it's none of those things. Anyway, uh, nine new, um, yes, yes, good, well done. Thanks. Nine-year-old Mary lives in a home filled with lovely things and loneliness. Oh God! <laughs> Bothered by bratty brother Max and neglected by well-intentioned but distracted parents, she yearns for companionship and adventure. On Christmas Eve, Mary's beloved Uncle Albert arrives with the gift of a wooden nutcracker doll. The doll comes to life and is named NC. So it's like E.T., but nutcracker version. Yep. Yep. And takes her on a wondrous journey through a stunning dimension where toys assume human form and everything appears ten times larger and ten times more uncanny valley. And then also an army of toothy rat creatures led by the flamboyant rat king and his devious mother has unleashed a plot to overthrow humanity. When NC is captured uh-huh. and placed under a paralytic spell, Mary Max and a spirited band of toy sidekicks must rescue him from the rat king's clutches and thwart his wicked plans to ratify the world. Oh, uh, so, ratify. <laughs> see, that's how you do it. That's how you do a word pun. But, like, that's what Christmas is all about, isn't it? Like that's the that's the classic Christmas story. It's got um John Turturro in it, looking one hundred percent like Peter Capaldi. <laughs> He's got a very scary rat face, and even oh, when yeah. it's said in the trailer that it was him, I'm still like, ah, they've got the wrong guy. That's not him. <laughs> and there's there's all these like steampunky robots, and just none of it looks very Christmas. Yeah, look, uh. I thought I had I thought I had some good ideas about what we're going to be watching, but I feel like this is in the lead for me now. 
<laughs> uh, this looks amazing. There's like weird graphics going on here that look like they're straight out of like Star Fox on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And the actual yeah. nutcracker thing is terrifying. It's <laughs> it's, it's so got no scary. like eyelids, so it's just always looking at you with this deep dead stare. Oh, amazing. <laughs> oh, I'm so keen. Yeah. And it's I think I'm just going to check. I might be I might be lying here. But as you said, like this is a a Russian film originally, but you know, very American cast. Is the guy? No, nah, it's not the guy who I thought might have done. Um, what are those vampire ones that were kind of cool? Oh, like Daybreak, Daywatch, 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 Nightwatch. Was it really called Daywatch? <laughs> the first one was called Nightwatch, and the second one was called Daywatch. Right, and the middle one was called Baywatch. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Imagine Grandma uh, comes home. She's got Baywatch, <laughs> and she's got Jack Frost. 1997 you're like i'm in for a good day of vampire films and happily happy family michael keaton film and you sit down and you're just so upset so mad and then you're like oh i hope she bought that sleigh i wanted for me and she comes home with a, a dvd of santa's sleigh and it doesn't even make grammatical sense ah <laughs> uh, dear nutcracker yeah. 3d looks amaze i'm keen i i'm pretty keen on that one as well i think i'll i'll, I'll give a couple of Maybe just honourable mentions. Okie dokie. Deck the Halls, I think, is Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito in a yes. sort of like versus film uh, where they uh, are versed against each other for some reason that I can't remember. Um, I, think, I think it was a christmas like contest. It, it always is. Isn't that it the same is. as The Cranks? What? That when I saw them, even the cover of the movie, or the cover of the movie, the poster of the movie looks the same. Right, just replaced. Speaking one of Middle Act with another covers that look the same, there's another bad one called Four Christmases, which is like Vince Vaughn, and it's like him and Reese Witherspoon, and on the cover they're like sitting back, standing back to back, and they're wrapped in like wrapping or whatever. And I swear I've seen this cover before for something else, and I cannot find it. But maybe it's just so generic looking that I just think it's like every film. I thought mm. like I thought I'd seen Vince Vaughn in this cover, and so I looked up like the breakup, but no, nah, it's not that one. But um, maybe it's Men in Black. Maybe him and Will Smith <laughs> back to back. <laughs> yes, wrapped in goo, sugar water, sugar water, sugar um, water. <sighs> oh, I lost my mouse. <laughs> um, so yeah, four Christmases is in the list, and then I just wanted to give an honorable mention times three, maybe times four to every version of Black Christmas that exists. So Black Christmas, the original one, is actually, 1974, was actually in our good list because mm. um, it was like, it influenced films like Halloween, which came afterwards. Mm. Um, because they were like, actually, maybe we should use the spooky holiday for the horror <laughs> film. <laughs> <laughs> but then, um, but yeah, then they re-released re it in 2006 with... Um, Girl from Buffy, who plays Buffy's sister, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who plays like Ramona and Scott Pilgrim and all that sort of stuff, mm -hmm. and a few other actresses. And then they re-released it again in 2019, and it looks like much the same film again. The new one's got, um, I don't know her name, but she's in Green Room uh, and she's in some other film that I watched recently. Anyway, that's not that exciting, but yeah, there's a ton of Black Christmas films. 
uh, all of them bad except for one. Yeah, there's also, which also sounds exactly the same plot, but it's called Silent Night, Deadly Night, which is <laughs> an excellent name for a film. Um, I don't think it was bad enough to make my, uh, my yeah. list, but I liked the name. Yeah. Uh, you feel like some of these, they like, especially Santa Slay, they came up with the name before they came up with the film. Name first, plot later. Yeah. 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 There's also a Christmas Christmas Evil came out in 1980. That's that's good as well. I like that. Um, is that a pun or is that just oh Christmas yeah, it's like Evil? Christmas Eve. Christmas uh, Eve. I'm yeah. so slow. Also known as Terror in Toyland, and oh. originally titled "You Better Watch Out." Funnily enough, in the good list, should we transition to the good list? We can transition to that. Do it. In the good list is "Better Watch Out" 2017. I've never uh, heard of it. No, neither had I. Uh, Ashley. Ashley travels to the suburban home of the learners to babysit their 12-year-old son, Luke, at Christmas time. Christmas time is one word there. Christmas time. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, she must soon defend herself and the young boy when unwelcome intruders announce their arrival. So basically, this is Home Alone, but violent. And oh, actually, <laughs> like, actually violent. Um, and with, with swears. With cusses. The trailer's just like F, 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 F. <laughs> and it's not it's not Merry Friggin' Christmas, they're saying. No, I'll tell no, you, it's, it's not. You better watch out because it's not. So it's um, a hard F. Yeah, it's a hard F. I don't think this makes our good list. Like, I think this risk is a risk of being middling, save mm. for critics gave it 89 at, yeah. uh, when they were lining up their tomatoes elsewhere it's like 67 65 6.5 so yeah look that's that's sort of what i found with some of these good movies like critics mm. wise very high everyone else i think you know christmas movies is a very hard thing because everyone just goes oh it's die hard that's the best one and uh, you know the hill i will die on is that it's not it's a christmas movie mm. it is a movie that happens at christmas doesn't make it a christmas movie correct but it's probably more of a Christmas movie than the Nutcracker in 3D based on, <laughs> based on that trailer. <laughs> so, you know, going, going against myself there, but whatever. Yeah. Um, want another good one? Yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah. Thinking this movie called Rare Exports. Yeah. Rare Exports. A young boy named Piatari huh? and his friend Juso huh? think a secret mountain drilling project near their home in northern Finland has uncovered the tomb of Santa Claus. However, this is a monstrous, evil Santa, much unlike the cheery Saint Nick of legend when Piatari, hmm, father, captures the feral old man in his wolf trap, the man may hold the key to why reindeer are being slaughtered and children are disappearing. <laughs> it looks good, doesn't it? Looks cool. Looks really cool. So it's a 2010 film, this one. Um, yeah. Finish. Finish. Finish film. Uh, yeah, it was hard enough reading the characters' names. Didn't go with the actors' names because... <laughs> yeah, no. that's that's how you make a mess <laughs> there's, um, there's two so there's two umlauts on yep. this on this actor's name actually he's got three umlauts in his name all over the letter a but like two of those a's are in a row yeah <laughs> I, don't I don't know where to start with that it's impossible <laughs> anyway sorry mate sorry um but yeah like this like 90 critic score 70 audience and then imdb is like 6.7 just like nah, yeah. I think people are just I don't know. Like the trailer looked cool. It does. It looks the really Santa cool. Santa looks spooky. IMDb is always a bit nasty. I think. Yeah. I think they're just unhappy that their message boards got stolen away. 
And so yeah, they just give everything bad rating. <laughs> that's it. That's how so they get their revenge. Yeah. If you look at the reviews, it's just like, give us message board back one star <laughs> on any film. <laughs> do you want another good film? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Un Conti de Noel. A Christmas Tale, 2008. When steely ah. French matriarch Junon learns she has leukemia, she asks her children and grandchildren at the family Christmas gathering to see if they are eligible to become bone marrow donors. This causes deep friction in the family, especially between Junon's daughter Elizabeth and son Henry, who already have a tumultuous relationship. Their mother's sickness also recalls the traumatic loss of their brother Joseph when they were children. Yeah, a bit of a family, family drama, um, unlike some of the other ones that we've looked at that are kind of just like, you know, let's bring this toy to life and then fight each other over <laughs> stupid things. This one, yeah. this one's real, man. Yeah, and it sounds real sad. Yeah, the trailer, like, I'm sure there's sad parts to it. Like, it's got decent ratings here. It's got IMDb 7, so they're feeling a bit generous that day. Mm. Uh, an 84 critic, 86 tomato critics, and 66 audience critics. So a little bit low on that end. But yeah, the feeling I get from it is like, you know, there'll probably be some sad moments, but there might be some like poignant uh, moments yeah, I like and stuff. That. Um, I think it's the only one that I've got in my list that sort of fills that niche. Everything else is quite fantastical or like highly, I don't know, what's the word? High strung? High something. Just uh, there's a word for it. Like just not real. Like what do you call yeah. Christmas with the cranks? Like it's not it's actually just like how a, people. It's live. a romp. Yeah. It's a farce. It's a bloody farce, Chris. It's a bloody farce. It's friggin' farce. Friggin' farce. <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> Merry friggin' farce. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that one. Uh, yeah. I I got I got a good one for you. I've never heard of this, but it looks mm-hmm. pretty interesting. So it's called Tokyo Godfathers. Yes. So obviously, we all found like, the same good films. <laughs> uh, middle-aged alcoholic. El- <laughs> Hello. Go again on that one. <laughs> this is uh, welcome to that's popcorn. Uh, middle-aged alcoholic Jin, teenage runaway Miyuki, and former drag queen Hana, a trio of homeless people surviving as a makeshift family on the streets of Tokyo, while rummaging in the trash for food on Christmas Eve, they stumble upon an abandoned newborn baby in a trash bin. With only a handful of clues to the baby's identity, the three misfits search the streets of Tokyo for help in returning the baby to its parents. This looks really cool. This looks really good. Like and really good it's ratings. A, it's um, an anime. Yeah, ninety critics, ninety-one audience. Wow. Yeah, and we haven't done a lot of. Have we done any animated films? I don't think we have. I don't think we have. Maybe this is the time for it. If any time to animate, this is the time. Yeah, this looks really cool. Uh, I've already said that. The end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like I watched the trailer. I'm just like, this just looks really good. And then it says, from the director of, and said some, like, violent-sounding things. I'm like, this doesn't look like a violent oh. one. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it was like, yeah, nice vampires. Um, <laughs> Just, that's, that's, that's the best I can go with. <laughs> vampires. <laughs> uh, was it like Castlevania or something? Oh, yeah, no, no, more violent. No, Castlevania more violent. punch. Castlevania punch. Castlevania Punch 3, the punching. <laughs> the punchinator. <laughs> Starring Robert De Ginty. <laughs> Post- posthumous role. Um, 
I'll give you this one. It's a short synopsis, so hopefully I remember more about it. Uh, Klaus. Klaus. We had Krampus, now we've got Klaus. 2019, a desperate postman accidentally brings about the genesis of Santa Claus. So there's another animated film stars oh, yes. Jason Schwartzman as the postman and J.K. Simmons. No, I'm serious. J.K. Simmons uh, mm. as the uh, Santa, as Santa Man. Um, sorry, spoiler alert. As Klaus, I assume. And yeah, it's got huge huge ratings. 8.2 on IMDb, 65 critic. That, that, those two scores um, <laughs> make me sound like a liar, but just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> Tomato critic, 94. Tomato hey. audience, 97. Hey. Watch out. <laughs> Watch Ooh. out, guys. Yeah, that's, uh, um, that's huge. It's a Netflix film, actually. Came out in 2019. Uh, and it's... Hand drawn, yeah, it's hand, hand animated, yeah, yeah, and it's gorgeous and looks kind of fun. It's kind of interesting too because, like, pre Santa, you know, it's the prequel to Santa, <laughs> so yeah, that looks pretty cool. I think that does. All right, my, my, my third suggestion mm-hmm. for a good film had to put it here because it's always talked about, and I don't think anyone's actually seen it, but it's a wonderful life. Yeah, I had it in my list. I took it out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it, it's got to sort of that point with everyone. It's like, yeah, I've, I was going to watch it. It was on, but I turned it off. So I don't even like really know what it's about. But after George Bailey wishes he'd never been born, an angel is sent to Earth to make George's wish come true. George starts to realize how many lives he has changed and impacted and how they would be different if he was never there. George Bailey, did you say? Yes, George Bailey. Ah, oh, he's a cricketer. <laughs> well, it cricketer. doesn't say that in the synopsis. But... Born in Tassie. Uh... I do know that uh, Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street are named after two characters from It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, there yes. you go. Bit yeah. of a connection. That's, that's are, a are there characters in It's a Wonderful Life uh, similar to their characters in Sesame Street? Um... Maybe. I know, you can't answer that. You haven't seen it. Can't answer that. Nobody can answer that because this is a movie that everyone knows that nobody's seen. No one's seen it. One person (laughs) was very convincing about how much they liked it and ever since then, everyone's too afraid to watch it. I did did read about it. So apparently it became like a big, big movie and had this resurgence because like the, the time limit for it to cost money to put on TV ran out and then like it came just free for so a whole bunch of TV stations in America are just like, yeah, it's Christmas. We're not going to spend money on it. No one's going to watch this junk. Yeah. Um, and so just put it on every Christmas and then everyone just like a whole generation just kind of got used to it being on TV on Christmas. Yeah, there's heaps of things like that. There was something in Austria, I think, or in Germany, maybe it's even in England. I don't know. There's somewhere somewhere else where they, they watched like the same movie every year around christmas time on television mm. and it's just like an old maybe it's maybe it was that one i don't know um, and in in japan they all like kfc and they like kfc uh oh, what else KFC. do we know about the world um uh every year on new year's do they play the ymca movie the ymca movie the village yeah, people i movie? can't stop the music yeah they do yeah. don't they here i think they do i think that's what they do on like channel nine or something it's just yeah we're strange humans. <laughs> humans are strange. <laughs> you got some strange things. Why, going why do on? we decide these things? Um, it's like that was Shawshank Two, where <laughs> Shawshank Two, uh, the Punchinator. <laughs> 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 
Shawshank as well, uh, where I think the rights to play it were just, they got like a really good deal on it or something on, uh, I want to say like ABC in America or AMC or something mm. like that. And they just played it all the time. And now it's just the most watched film or something. It's always at the top of the IMDb list and stuff. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. People just don't change the channel. Nah, turn it off. Yeah. Turn it off. But you know what you should turn on? Uh, I don't know. Uh, something else. And then watch Tangerine. <laughs> so ah, Tangerine. I was going to put this in my list. Yeah. So 2015's Tangerines. Uh, a hooker tears through Tinseltown on Christmas Eve, searching for the pimp who broke her heart. This is from the creator of that other film we watched. Uh, the Florida Project. The Florida Project. That's the one. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it looks pretty funny, but yeah. it looks pretty like it's all kind of shot on digital cameras and stuff. It's got that little kind of like grungy vibe to it. I think it was uh, filmed entirely on iPhone. Oh, really? Shot yeah. on iPhone. <laughs> it was like an yes. advertisement. <laughs> they just played it Tangerine is, it, on it a billboard. It is actually a long ad. Yeah. Uh, well, it was effective. Everyone's got iPhones, so good on them. Mm. Uh, yeah, Tangerine. You got anything else for us? That's that's my lot. Oh, well, that's it's my, my lot bunch. too. Yes. <laughs> good on us. <laughs> All right. How are you feeling about these films? Do you have any preferences? Well, I think I think we both agreed the Nutcracker in 3D would be a good bad film to watch. Lock it in. Do we need to watch Lock. it in 3D? Well, I hope not, because <laughs> I'm not gonna. Okay, good. Um, I might see if I can. How yeah. are you going to do that? How I've got, do I've got a, a t- I've got a 3D, you have a 3D TV? TV. Yeah, oh. but it's really like it's just hard to get working sometimes, and it's not ever worth it. <laughs> No, I can't especially, imagine it would be. Especially for someone with glasses, because you have to put glasses on the front of your glasses. And so Imagine if the 3D was like the way that you do those stereograms, like the magic eye, but the entire movie looked like a magic eye. But you had to like do the eye focusing thing and then like the old people would drop out and so they're just constantly going up to the front of the screen and pressing their noses and then slowly going back and they're like, Oh, I can see it again. Get out of the way, Dad. <laughs> Get down. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone just goes cross-eyed for Christmas. Yeah. And that's, also, that's, cross-eyed for Christmas. That's on the bad list. Uh, no, that's uh, that's an excellent name. We're going to write that movie. Yeah. Name first, plot later. Yeah. Next mini episode is us going through what Chris, cross-eyed for Christmas cross-eyed is. Cross-eyed for Christmas. All right. Cool. So, yeah, we are locking in Nutcracker. Consider those nuts to be cracked. Yes. Uh, uh but good films good films we could do any i think i feel like we should pair animation with animation huh oh okay i mean that's just my thought yeah so in that case so that in so that in that case so in that case uh we have klaus klaus or we have tokyo godfathers klaus has the the topper rating it does have the topper rating um, although, what's Tokyo Godfather's on, on IMDb? IMDb, 7.8. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's still lower. And Metacritic? 73. Oh, pipped at the post there. Whoa. Klaus. It's hard. I don't I don't know how to pick between these two. I mean, the I, thing is, yeah. I, I'm going to watch them both because I want to. 
All right. I want to see them both, and that's allowed. All right. Whether or not I'm going to talk about them both. <laughs> we're just both going to watch them. We're going to show up next week, and we're going to start talking about them and not mention the name and just <laughs> see if we're talking about the same film. <laughs> yeah, anyway, Jason Schwartzman's character. Aha, you were showing ah, your card. Stuffed it. Snuffed it. Um, yeah, look, you know what? I think I'm probably going to watch them both too. So what does it matter? Yeah, we'll, I, just I feel decide. Like... we'll decide on the day. Yeah, <laughs> making this whole episode pointless. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, thanks for listening. We're going to watch whatever the hell we want. Uh, <laughs> come back in a week and you'll find out what that was. <laughs> um. Yeah, look, you know what? I, I think we sh- I think we say I think we sent to say uh whatever the bad film was. The yeah. I can't remember what we picked. Oh, Nutcracker, of course. Yep. And uh we go Tokyo Actually, Godfather. Tokyo Godfathers? Mm. Okay. I like it. Why not? And you know they're both not not American films. We're, we're broadening our horizons. Wait, Nutcracker is definitely American, right? It's Russian. It's Russian made. Yep. There's no Bye. way. Hold on. Let me let me let me show you a thing or two. No, it's not Russian. Lied. It is yeah. British. British Hungarian. I guess it's directed by a guy called Andrei Konchalovsky. And he's Russian. Yes, he is. He certainly is. He also brought us nothing that you'll remember or know of. <laughs> yep, never heard of it. Never heard of it. Yeah, and it's got Elle Fanning, who plays a Russian queen-to-be, empress-to-be in The Great. That's yeah, a fun connection. You can understand my confusion. Yeah. I always understand your confusion, James. <sighs> That's what I'm here for. It is Christmas. It is Christmas, and uh, with that... We will be watching The Nutcracker in 3D and Tokyo Godfathers. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that was fun saying it like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to this mini-sode. Uh, what's that? About 40 minutes. There you go. Cracked it through. You couldn't Boom. You couldn't talk slow enough, could you? You nah, bloody could. I got excited. I got excited. Got too excited because it's Christmas after all. <laughs> and in the spirit of Christmas, I think go out and uh, wear a mask and hug your friend. Don't hug your friend. I don't know. Just be Christmassy, I think. Yeah, I like it. Good, <laughs> you, good advice. You motioned like you were going to say something profound then and then it was just silence and I was like waiting for it. Yeah, no, I was about to, but then I saw that uh, Nutcracking 3D... Uh, was nominated for worst eye gouging misuse of 3D. So, oh, that's exciting. I can't wait. Maybe I need, do need to see it in 3D then. Uh, good luck. Good luck. That's what we always say. Have a happy <laughs> Christmas. Uh, but not before listening to our next episode where we discuss these films. Like us on uh, Insta, Twit, and go get a book on your face. Uh, we'll we'll be I'll I'll be rich and he'll be James and that will be the case. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
and he'll be James and that will be the case. I can't believe I just <laughs> said that. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs>